millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, good. Go. Do it. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by myself, Meredith Masony. I'm Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you, you could take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are talking about otherworldly visitors. That's right, aliens. My in-laws. Yeah. (laughs) Aliens, people. We had another bombshell revelation by a whistleblower uh, last week uh, that states that, yeah, aliens are real and the government is hiding their bodies of downed UFO drivers somewhere and not sharing that information with the public. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, But yeah, in terms of the stones, I last week, Tuesday, uh, I was really sick all night and I was like, I know I have kidney stones and I debated going to the emergency room, but I waited until the morning to try to get a doctor's appointment. Couldn't be seen, went to urgent care. They tested my pee, said I didn't have a UTI. It could be stones, but blah, blah, blah. And I was like, put me in a scan, scan something because I need to know where these are. And like, or if I'm insane, like, Am I insane? Because I keep getting these over and over again. And the two times I've been scanned, they couldn't find any. So I was very frustrated because I was like, this is, I'm going, I'm in a lot of pain. And I feel like these doctors think that I'm bullshitting and lying because the last two scans didn't show any stones. And sure enough, I got scanned, thankfully, because the last couple of times I've been scanned, they send you away and you can't, and like, you can't get the scan for like two weeks. Ugh. And it's like, well, I've pissed it out at that point, right? Like yeah. I pissed out the kidney stone. Like what is the two, two weeks later worth? Right. So today, that day I demanded, I was like, I want to scan today. And she sent me over. I got scanned and sure enough, I had two kidney stones, one in my right and one in my left. Mm, that must have been so validating. dude. And finally, I was just like, good. So now I have that to prove to my primary doctor so that he can send me to a kidney person so that because this has just been I get them several times a year not just like once in a while so anyway uh I thought I passed it a couple days ago because I was feeling so much better Mm -hmm. and then yesterday I started feeling poopy again and I was up all night just peeing Mm -hmm. and having back pain and bladder pain and peeing and peeing and peeing so I don't think that I've past it yet so it's still hanging around but Mm, i'm sorry i've never experienced those so i don't know what it's like but i've heard horrible things yeah not fun but um i was able to go and performed twice last week with the stones with me which was (laughs) a lot of fun and uh i have an appointment tomorrow morning at eight so hopefully he refers me to somebody and i can get some answers on why the hell my body makes them so frequently but but yeah, so that's that. Okay, well, sending prayers. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. All right, so anything that you want to report before we get into the uh, beings? Anything I want to report? Yeah. Unfortunately, nothing that I can discuss on the public platform. Oh. Because, and it's no offense to anyone, it's just some... It's hard when you're going through a bunch of shit in your private life and you want so badly to talk about it, but once you put it out on the internet, it's out there forever. And so anybody, including your children and people in the future can see it. Mm. So, um, 
I will say this. I had a really rough night the other night because I think everybody who listens to the podcast knows this. It's so funny because I don't talk about it on my main page. <clears throat> so there's like a whole group of people who have no idea that I'm divorced. No idea that Drew isn't in the picture anymore. Like they're just clueless. And then there's our supporters who listen and they know. I've been so good like this whole time, super strong, like confident in my decision, no doubt. But then every now and then, randomly, there'll be one night where I'm sitting here at the house without the kids. It's quiet. I'm bored. And then I just get like super emotional. It's like all all these emotions that I didn't even know existed just come to the surface. And I was just laying in bed and sobbing. And it instantly turned into, why am I never good enough for anybody? Why do I always fight so hard to keep people in my life, but no one's ever fought to keep me in their life? Like, just like this very dark pity party. I called my best friend. She was out of town. So I called Flip. He's an angel. He's the only one who, like, in moments like that, you look around and you realize how few people there are in your life to talk to. And... Um, part of the issues that I was having had to do with like Flip and Sierra and the people in my close group. So I wanted to talk to somebody. Anyway, uh, Flip was so cute and threatened to murder anyone, but he's like, healing is not linear. Like, even if you think like you're healing, 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 going up, everything is okay. There's going to be a random day where you just break down over a Hallmark commercial. And then once you start crying about that, then you start crying about the fact that you're divorced and then you start crying about, and then it just piles on. He's like, but that doesn't mean you're not healing. He's like, the more you get this stuff out, the more you heal. Mm -hmm. And so the very next day I woke up and I was like golden. And I was like, who was that girl last night? Like, I don't even know her. I woke up feeling like a bad bitch again, but it was just very random and le lonely and sad. And I didn't know what to do in the, that moment because drugs aren't an option. I can't numb it out. So I just had to feel. And so I just watched like sad reels that are set to sad music and like poem lyrics about being lonely and dying alone. And I just got it all out. And now I'm good again. I think that that's like Flip said, I think it's extremely normal, especially in this circumstance where you're speaking of divorce, mm -hmm. because the chaos of life, um, there are, you now have dips in that chaos of life because when the kids are on his time, you, ha you basically just purchased yourself time that you, that you weren't necessarily wanting to purchase, right? A mm -hmm. time away from your kids. Um, even if you did want to purchase time away from him, and that's not what I'm saying. You're saying, I'm just no, saying. No, yeah, it's true though. Yeah. I'm just saying you in that deal had to take that cut, that pay cut, if you will, if we want to yeah. use this metaphor. And I think when that happens, anytime there's a divorce situation, I would assume this to be the case. Those are the moments where you're questioning because you don't have your, your, um, Normal daily, de your daily deposits. There we go. There's the metaphor. You don't have that. And that I can't, I mean, I have no, uh, frame of reference for that. You know, I, I mm -hmm. have no idea what that's like. So the only thing that I can say is that I think you did exactly what you were supposed to do was feel through it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And it, it was just very random. Um, and very quick. And it, it's not like I was on my period. It's not like, you know, I just, it's one of those things. And I guess the reason I wanted to bring it up is because when I tell you 98% of the time I'm floating around planet earth, feeling so grateful to be in the position I'm in, feeling so grateful to be free, so grateful to have been strong enough to make the decision I made and go through with it. But then randomly, I just got punched in the vag with sadness mm. and it was super random, but I survived. I made it through and um, yeah, I know it's not going to be linear. Like he said, it's not going to be linear. It's going to be up and down. And that's cool, dude. As long as I reach out and don't isolate and let it like keep me in bed for weeks and months. But like last night, uh, I had to bring Chloe's medicine over to Drew. So I went over there and he's like, do you want to play a game? And I'm like, sure. So we sat down as a family and played. What do you mean? Family edition. I spent my entire weekend with him and them last weekend. And 
like it's good for the kids, but I don't know how I feel about it really. I'm like every single kid free day I'm with you. Is this a plan? Is this like a You know what I'm saying? Like it was I like it. It's good for the kids, but also like I feel like I need to have some alone time also. Then that's definitely a boundary you have to set because And it's I- weird because he's so I think, you know, he's obviously talking to girls, which is fine. I don't care. I mean, listen, that's speculation on my part. It's neither been confirmed nor denied. We just don't discuss it. But it's very weird how, like, conversations have changed between us. Like, he's secretive and he's taking selfies of himself. And I'm like, bitch, since when? Since Mm. when? Mm. Since when do you take selfies? Get out. So maybe he's on a dating app? Oh, I don't know. Well, I already, I mean, it's been confirmed. Ah. I well no not about the dating app but do you remember like never mind I don't want to say it it's fine. I don't want to put him on blast but I mean I, I'm <laughs> you're not certain... together anymore it's gonna happen it, yeah exactly and the best part is because I think he underestimated at one point a while ago how many people know who I am so if hypothetically he was going to try to go out on a date and hypothetically one of my followers happened to be at that restaurant and take a picture of him and Ooh. send it and say what is your husband doing i would be able then in like real time to be able to be like whoa are you on a date right now <laughs> we just met with the mediator that was super quick mm. um i'm not saying that happened i'm just saying it's not going to be easy for him i'm sure when he does start dating because then he's going to have to not for me to find out, but like really gauge people's true intentions. Yeah, I think that's yeah. There's a there's definitely another layer. I was talking to Dave about, um, not specifically your situation, but in general, yeah, um, divorce and seeing so many of our friends divorce, um, just over the last couple of years, and I was just like, this is freaking me out and he's and we've talked about this before and he's always like it's statistics it's better for us and I was like you should never say that out loud it's not a good thing to say that he would these are our friends and he's like you also have to understand that your friend group is not like a normal person's friend group you're friends with all of these other people who are public facing and he goes and I have news for you it's not easy being married to you and it's not easy being married to somebody like you who does what you do, which is very public facing. He goes, it's, there's a lot that you don't think about because you're off doing those things. But as the other part of the, as the other side of this, it's not easy being married to you. And he's not wrong. Did not, you say ditto bitch? Yeah. I was like, it's, he's not wrong because not only, um, was I a, a prize peach prior to this, but this does add layers, right? Yeah. The travel, the time away. There's a selfishness to this mm-hmm. um, that changes things. And so, you know, I mean, I was just talking to him and I was like, well, I get that. And there are things, you know, like I, I'm trying. And he's like, I know you're trying and everybody is trying. Like that's the point of this. Because he, you know, it's not like he sits here and he doesn't have anything to do. We have, he runs several businesses. The kids. Listen, I wholeheartedly believe that you and Dave would never last apart. Honestly, like not even for a week. Either way, I could. You guys are so right. The, here's the thing: nobody is immune, and I don't. I will never be the person who's like, "Oh, it wouldn't happen to me. It wouldn't happen. I wouldn't get divorced. It wouldn't." Like, right. there's nothing because because you simply don't know, right? And the problem with me. <laughs> is I panic about everything, mm-hmm. especially the things that I know I can't control and that are out of that control. And when that happens, you know, then he looks at me, you know, the chicken with their head cut off and he's like, calm down, bitch. Like everything is fine. And I'm like, I know it's fine today, but what about tomorrow? And he's like, what the fuck do you want me to do about tomorrow? <laughs> calm down. Right. You know? So, and I, and it was just because I had another, another one of my friends who hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, who does kind of what we do is getting divorced. And I was just like, shit. Yeah, it's so gonna be anyway, scary. It is, but at the same time, I think you know what you what you have to do is just communicate about that. Like I know he doesn't want to talk about <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about that, but I always tell him like that's how I process things. Yeah. Let me talk it out, 
and then, you know, we'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Anyway, I'm good. Oh, my gosh. I made it. Dude, I really quick and then we'll talk about aliens. I made an appointment for the surgery to get my upper eyelids done, right? Okay. Paid a deposit and everything. And uh, because it's something that I've wanted forever. Oh, years. And then I was laying in bed staring at the ceiling and I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I don't know. I can't explain it. I just had an epiphany. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's how the, the light bulb went off in my head, just like that. <laughs> And I was like, a few years ago, you were putting $1.32 in your gas tank to make it to the drug dealer's house. Now you're paying thousands of dollars to get a centimeter of your eyelids snipped off. Like, what if it goes wrong? What if it messes up? What if you have chronic? So anyway, I canceled the appointment. Oh, I, had no. tw- I had 24 hours to cancel it if I changed my mind and I changed my mind and I canceled it. Oh, no. I think it yeah. would have been just fine. No, I don't think so. I don't. Okay. Even though I I want it so bad and I've always wanted it, truthfully, so many things could go wrong and it's on my face, dude. Like I've been in this group for years of upper blepharoplasty and I've followed every single person who's gotten it done, who's in the group over the past few years. A lot of people love the results. A lot of people say it destroyed my life. Oh, wow. It destroyed my life. It changed me. I no longer look the same. And not only that, like they have chronic dry eye, their eyes don't close all the way. They got necrosis and now one of the, like, it's just really bad. Plus the person who I was going to do it with wasn't an oculoplastic surgeon. He was just a cosmetic surgeon, which means he does everything. He's not a specialist in the eyelids. I don't know. My gut just told me to cancel it. So I had, yeah, I mean, it is definitely, it's your eyes. Yeah. I did, though. I was so excited at first. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm so crazy. This is wild. And then, like, the high wore off. And I'm like, girl, that's too risky. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's no, too risky. I agree. Like, I I still don't know that I like the lips on my face now. You think you changed your mind or you're still getting used to them? I don't know if I am get am I, if I'm trying to get used to them or if I like won't do it again and when it just wears off it wears off like I don't know maybe I'll know at that point but I still do feel like I look in the mirror and I'm like I don't look like me. Really? Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that's especially when you're you know, I mean, we aren't spring chickens, which you wouldn't be doing this I guess if you were a spring chicken, right? Right. So Right. I don't know. It screws with your mind. I think you're right. And the good news about yours is it is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, I, it, it goes away. So I was, that's why I wasn't super panicked about it. And it wasn't super expensive either. And the thing that was most stupid for me is because I lose sleep over money now that I'm like a single person. And now that I'm paying a certain amount each month out of my own household to another household, yeah. and now that I'm not making as many videos and making as much money, I, all I do is stress about income. And so the addict in me is like, you know what will fix this stress about money? Mm. Dropping $7,000 for new eyelids. Oh, wow. Is that what it cost? Well, with like anesthesia and office fees and shit. Wow. Yeah, but that's like where that's what my brain decided 
would be a good solution to the negative feelings surrounding my fear of losing money. Like I would distract myself by having new eyelids. Mm. It was very addicty, very compulsive, very spontaneous. So I, I reeled it in and I made the decision not to do that because I haven't been spending money at all, at all, like on Dunkin', food delivery mostly. <laughs> food delivery. But anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you were able to cancel yeah. it and get your deposit back so that you didn't lose any money. And that's good. I mean, you – Maybe down the road, but not at this ch- – it's not meant to be in this chapter. No, and that's okay. Yeah. Oh, somebody in here, their girlfriend did have it done. Very happy with the results. She's 60, says she looks and feels so much younger. Yep. Yeah, I mean. Insurance will cover it a lot of the time. Oh, both my grandparents had it. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, they were old. Yeah, mine's purely cosmetic. Like my vision is a little bit, like if I were to relax my eyelids, you could see right now if they're just relaxed, like there is no whatever but it's not to the point where it's impeding my vision yet but it will and maybe then I'll consider it but for now I just wanted to look cuter and that's not a good enough reason I feel you I just want to feel something someone said amen yeah yeah I think you hit the nail on the head with that one all right well good I'm glad I vented I don't know if it was venting but just Sure. Talked about stuff that was floating around my brain. Yeah. No, that's good. That's that's how we get started. We're warmed up. Aliens. Aliens. I, I'm not trying to say. I told you so. (laughs) Like I would never, be the person who's like I'm just saying. Y'all said I was crazy, but uh. You know, I would never say that out loud, but I'm just saying, am I surprised? Of course not. Are you surprised, Meredith? No. No? No. Hmm. No. I think that the government has been hiding things about UFOs for as long as Probably we've had a government, is my guess. I mean, there's just no way that there's not something else out there. And with mm-hmm. so many unexplained um, photos and videos and, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's it's too much. So this, this guy's name is David Gersh, this whistleblower, and um, he is a, basically claims that he was a former member of the UAP task force. And so he basically came out and was like, hey, just so everybody knows, not only does the government know about unidentified flying objects and that they're real, but when they crash, the government goes out and picks up all the stuff from the crash site, including foreign alien bodies. And they're not telling you about it. And that's just like, wait, not only do, not only are there really UFOs, but we have parts of some and mm-hmm. maybe some bodies. Yep. Yeah. I, it's so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but like, allegedly this has been going on since the early 1930s. Mm. And I'm like, I wonder why now? Is it because cameras are so prevalent that there's no way that they could continue to explain this shit away when everybody's got a camera in their pocket and is documenting it and posting it? Is it because some people are speculating that they're coming out with it now because there's other stuff going on that they're trying to distract us from? But regardless, the best part is, out of all the times in the world to bust out with aliens, now would be the time. Because we're all dead inside. Mm. And I think, like, it's to the point now where nothing, su- it's so sad, but like nothing surprises us. And for so long, they were so afraid to confirm it because they thought we would all just be running around, waving our hands in the air, freaking out, saying the world is ending. And it's it's the opposite. I It's the completely, opposite. Completely. Because think about it. Almost these stories 
pretty much completely just died in the news cycle. And it's like, wait, we're not going to talk about the fact that people are saying, and it's not just like one person, like one lunatic is out shouting it around. Like there was like three government officials that came forward. Yeah. And there are plenty of like these Navy pilots um, who were like, we have so many videos of when we're up in the, when we're up in the air friggin' flying and we see Mm -hmm. these, they call them different things, I guess, like Tic Tac UFOs and, Mm -hmm. you know, different things. And they have them on, they have videos of them. And people are saying, not only have we given them these videos to have them like analyzed and all of this information taken from them that we can like, they're like, it's, it it happens frequently. It's not like it's an infrequent thing. It's happening a lot. Back when I used to smoke ganja, Mm. me and this kid would go on breaks at work between our shift and go back to his house and watch this four hour documentary called like, I think it was project blue beam or project blue book. And it was all about like documented alien stuff. And I would be so high dude. And I'd be like, yeah, I know so much. And the government doesn't like the government's trying to hide it. Like I've known, I have, uh, some footage of, that David Grush guy under oath talking about it. If you want me to play it, I have it right here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Do you think everybody's listened to it by now or should I just play it? Yeah, just play it. Hold on. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. So they're calling them biologics, Mm -hmm. non-human. And um, do you know, by chance, why they decided to hold this uh, thing, this conference? Uh. They so they're basically let's see, in light of the claims made by David Gersh, lawmakers on the House Oversight Committee uh had these meetings to vow to bring uh the truth to the public. So okay. it's basically like in an investigation board, and this guy, because he quote unquote blew the whistle, they're now saying right? The government has to do something in response to this, right? Because this guy is out here claiming that not only did they, the government try to stop him from giving out this information, but he actually was harmed uh, professionally and personally in the process of giving Mm. up this information, which is what's, which makes sense to me, right? Because the government is like, shut up, don't tell anybody. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And they're like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And then he did it. So but this is like this is too public for anything to happen to him. You know how sometimes people come out and they say, "Just so everybody knows, I do not want to harm myself. Uh, if anything happens to me, I didn't do it, and then it ends up happening." I don't think that's going to happen here because so many of us have eyes on this now. I also have this clip from former Navy fighter pilot Ryan Graves talking about chilling details about the existence of UFOs, talking about how they were staying completely. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I'm just going to play it. No, I'm not. It's muted. No. It's playing. That's crazy. Oh, here we go. How do you know that these were not our aircraft? Some of the behaviors that we saw in a working area, we would see these objects uh, being at 0.0 Mach. That's zero airspeed over a certain pieces of the ground so what that means just like a river if you throw a bobber in it's going to float downstream these objects were staying completely stationary in category four hurricane winds these same objects would then accelerate to supersonic speeds 1.1 1.2 mach uh, and they would do so in very erratic and, and quick behaviors that we don't i don't have an explanation for so these things it was a category four hurricane and they were just staying completely stationary in the sky And when you see a lot of this footage, it's so crazy because it's like they do, they zip and then they stop short and then they go down and then they stop short. It's so wild. And I I think that if they wanted to hurt us, they would have done it by now. I think we're the a-holes. It could very well be, right? But I still am. 
you know, I was, I was reading through a bunch of this stuff yesterday, like not just the, you know, where I was hearing about it online, like last week or whatever, but like actually sitting down and looking at each of the articles that it took me through, mm-hmm. um, to kind of to, to about these like different programs, right? Cause like NASA has its program and then like the DOD has its program. And then there's like secret CIA program, like everybody, it seems to have a program, but what I think the reason that the, I don't know if this is true or not, this is just what I've been picking up when I read this stuff is that the reason that the public doesn't know about these things or yeah, the reason we don't know about these things is because the government agencies basically create a name for these programs or these like shell companies and they, because they know that they can get funding money for them that way, but nobody actually knows what the program is. Right. So it's like, a secret program, but it might be labeled like the bread company, right? And, but they're really studying alien research, but they call it the bread company so that the government can funnel money into it. Uh, I don't know. It's very weird. The whole thing is the way they keep it quiet and all of this is just really confusing. Well, the Gersh guy admitted under oath that the way that these things were being funded was a misappropriation of funds. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. So, so I think they're calling them one thing, sending funds to it that aren't supposed to go to it to try and keep it quiet. So we don't know what they're paying for because the government does have to account to the public how they're spending the money, right? Because it's our money. It's our tax dollars that are funding these things, but they don't want to be like dead alien fund. Like that could raise a flag. (laughs) Right. Right. Have you have you seen some of the funny stuff people are saying about the aliens, like on Twitter? No. I've got a couple of funny ones that I saved. Um, uh, this girl, Alex, said, practicing how I'm going to explain to the aliens that baseline and Vaseline do not sound the same. And it made me laugh because words are so dumb. And how, like, read and red are the same. Mm. Anyway, it was really early in the morning. It made me laugh. Um and then Trash Jones was pretending like she was calling her boss. Hey, boss. Sorry, can't come into work today. Aliens are real. This other one said, bro, I don't care if aliens are real. I want to be able to go to the dentist. <laughs> and then this person put, I'm going to talk to the aliens and has a screenshot from of an astronaut holding a sign that says, are you here for Beyonce? <laughs> I'm not paying student loans if there are aliens. Sorry. And everybody is like, who cares about the aliens? We can't pay our rent. Yeah. And all of this stuff, the way people are reacting is so hilarious. Well, but it it comes back to your point, right? Of we are so numb to everything that's going on in the world that it's like, yeah, aliens are real. Okay. What else you got? You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like, what? Because I don't think I'm mentally prepared to in my lifetime actually see an alien. You're not? I don't think so. Oh, I was born ready. Like I know, I know full well that they're there and that these things are taking place, but I don't think I'm mentally in a space where I could be like, "Come on in. Let me uh you want you hungry? What do you guys like to eat?" You know, like I don't want to invite I... aliens into my house. I really feel Like I would like, I, this is what I feel like would happen. I don't know if in the heat of the moment I would be, but I truly believe I would be like, Oh my gosh, thank goodness you're here. Do you have room on your spaceship for a few more? Because me and my family, we're ready to get the hell out of here. Like what is up? Take us, take us with you. I'm going to call my friend Meredith, see if she wants, she probably won't come. (laughs) I'm just going to invite her to be a good friend. But like, what's up? Do you guys like, what are you guys doing up there? Can we come check it out? I would, dude, this other girl was like, okay, but when are the vampires arriving? Yeah. Like, I am ready for the vampires to come. And I'm like, girl, me too. Can you imagine if they're like, this just in, vampires are real. Do you know how effing, I would walk around my hair up all day, every day, just Just sticking my neck out. To get a little bite? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You and every other teenage girl, you weirdo. Okay. That's not true. Oh, and then if vampires are real, well, werewolves are real. Werewolves are real, Meredith. Okay. Do you mean werewolf people? Yeah. Those aren't as fun for me. (laughs) 
I think aliens are chill because here's the thing. If they're 50, it's been reported that their technology is 50,000 years ahead of ours. We could all be obliterated. We'd be obliterated if they wanted us to be. They could send down a laser beam of us in our living rooms eating our pizza and we'd be dead in a second and wouldn't know, but they haven't. They haven't hurt us at all. Us, on the other hand, we're like shooting these things down and taking their bodies well, back what, to some laboratory. What do, you think they're, what do you think they're visiting for? I think just to make sure that we're not advancing in our technology. They're mostly seen hovering above air. I, don't, I can't say mostly, but a lot of the times they're seen hovering above Air Force bases. <clears throat> and I <clears throat> and uh, oh look, the government's trying to silence me. I will not be silenced. <laughs> <clears throat> but I think it's because they're trying to check out our technology and our weapons and see what we got going on and report back and stuff. Ooh, and you know what else? There's a new theory which has changed the way I look at the sky forever. And it's I guess it probably started with that movie Nope by Peel, Jordan Peel. But People are taking and posting videos of clouds. They believe that aliens are using clouds as cover or as like some kind of hologram to change the shape of their aircraft and hiding behind clouds. So people are posting these videos of these clouds instantaneously appearing and then instantly disappearing. Not like dissipation. Mm -hmm. Disappearing. And then this other person posted a video of clouds moving you know how they naturally move like slowly sometimes quickly back and forth while one cloud just stays in one place and people are saying that it's the perfect cover because you know you look up you see a cloud you take note of it and you move on with your life and so if you if you search up like ufo clouds on tiktok or wherever there's so many crazy videos that after you watch them you're like it has to be a ufo mm-hmm there's no question. I can tell by your face you think that that's far-fetched. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that because you have to think that if they have that type of technology, and, and that makes me wonder, like, do you think the whole reason that we have the technology that we have is because, like, maybe, maybe the first planes you know, weren't the Wright brothers. Maybe the Wright brothers found some down ships and shit, right? And like, Whoa. like, what if the reason we have the technology isn't because we figured it out, but because we had, we had the ability to take a look at what they have and we built off of that. I mean, I don't know. I Could don't be. I don't know anything about it, but I do know that if if these. Oh yeah. Well, wasn't it reported that we were reverse engineering? I think one of the whistleblowers said that, that the government has been taking and reverse engineering these spacecrafts since the 1930s. I mean, it would make it would make complete sense because that's, you know, I mean, that's how everybody steals stuff from from each other now. Right. Globally. Right. When they're trying to take different things to market, whether it's a new cell phone chip or computer chip or whatever, they somebody steals it and then, you know, builds it back. Yeah. How does this work? So I have to assume the fact that we have these these airplanes that go in these mock speeds, these yeah. fighter crafts or whatever. And the thing is, is they probably never figured out how to get those zigzag things or the this or the standstill or the whatever or blah, blah, blah. Maybe they just haven't figured that out yet. Mm, you know what else they were talking about during these hearings is that the confirmation of interdimensional beings, which means they're from here just a different dimension they can go back and forth between dimensions not other galaxies or planets right here between dimensions well but what does that mean that means like there's different planes not airplanes but different planes like have you ever seen interstellar no okay it's so hard to explain and i'm not smart enough to explain it but hypothetically in this office there could be a completely different world going on in this very exact same space, but it's 60 years in the future and it's a family living, eating lunch at their table, which happens to be taking place right here, right now where I am, but it's a different dimension. It's a different plane. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you take a piece of paper and you turn it sideways and it's just like a thin sliver. 
But if you take the paper and face it this way, it's like a big, huge rectangle. Mm-hmm. It's like a plane. And so if it's like all these planes are si- turned, papers turned sideways, and they're all occurring simultaneously. I can't explain it. Yeah, no, I think I get what you mean. But that's what's trippy. So they said that these interdimensional beings can go back and forth between these planes, whatever like it is. Like time travelers. Like Stranger Things upside down situation. Yeah, the upside down. Yeah, I pro- listen, I probably did it. Okay, somebody that's a better way to explain it. Somebody said we're on a 3D, like a 3D onion, and there's layers. Mm-hmm. And so we're just one onion layer. Yeah. Co-occurring. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, that's that's... That's probably more scary to me than thinking about aliens that are living on some other planet that come to visit, because then that means that people that we've talked to have lived in a different parallel universe if they're interdimensional creatures. Oh, 100%. And I don't like the thought of that either. Well, it is really crazy to think about, but like with... So if you there's videos out there of even at these hearings there people are zooming into the people in the background at these hearings and claiming that the person's pupils are blinking sideways or that they're not blinking at all or that you know so they're trying to claim that there's aliens sitting in at these hearings mm. trying to make sure that nobody says anything that they're not supposed to if if you look it up but yeah I mean and people go even I think we've talked about this before and this is where I lose people so I don't want to go there but (laughs) allegedly a lot of the really famous people and a lot of the people high in government are from a different dimension (laughs) and are placed there to make sure that things run the way they're meant to be run yeah so it's the whole thing is very to me it's very alarming because it makes me feel like in my lifetime, there's a high probability that I am going to come in contact with some alien being. And I just you, don't think that there's enough Zoloft <laughs> for me you already, to handle that. I, You probably already have, Meredith, honestly. Mm. Who cares at this point? I th- what are they going to do? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, they, you know, they could just push a button and I guess vaporize us all. I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things that it's just so foreign to have this thought of like the, like life playing out like one of those movies, you know, like Men in Black or uh, what's the really scary one that the Mel, Mel Gibson Signs. Signs. That's the one that freaks me out because they didn't look friendly. They didn't look like they wanted to play Uno. Like they were, they were scary looking aliens. Yes. But I think it's hilarious that their downfall was water. Um, (laughs) I don't even remember that. That's I, you remember movies so well. And they were creeping around the outside. (laughs) They don't remember that. It was so awful. No, I don't. Scary. So anyway. I truly believe that if some, if they were going to do something, they would have done it. And if they are going to do something, it's going to be so quick, we won't even know it. Mm. Maybe that's true. Bro, my cat, sorry for saying bro, I freaking hate that. I've been hanging out with my kid too much this summer. <laughs> my cat just walked behind me and all I saw was a tail go like this. And I'm like, well, <laughs> this is it. There <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, somebody made a perfect comment. You're not any more likely to bump into an alien now than you were before they confirmed it all. So just keep on living. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not like this is what's going to keep me up at night by any stretch because it's not. Because there is, if we want to talk about things that we really have no control over, a big alien ship landing in my front yard, I got no control over that. I'm not going to lose sleep. It's just the idea that more and more confirmations are coming out. So maybe what will happen in in our lifetime is that somebody is going to be able to leak some real footage of these, um, uh, like where they're housing this stuff. You know what I mean? Like maybe there will be a whistleblower that gets like footage of downed aircrafts and like non-human biologics and maybe that goes out because I bet that would really 
I, I there's so much that they're not gonna ever tell us, uh, including like locations. You saw what happened at Area 51. <laughs> I'm just saying they, you know, there's possibilities that somehow it could come out, especially with the way with media and cameras the way they are today. What if the government was like, hey, guys, they handled that uh, alien thing really well. Why don't we go ahead and drop the dinosaur info on them? And then they're like, by the way, we've been keeping dinosaurs (laughs) hidden behind this electric fence. But if you guys are cool, we're just going to let them go. And then we're all like, wait, no, we weren't. It's not. Let's not do that. We're not that cool. We're cool with aliens, but chill. And then they just they start unleashing all these secrets, thinking that we can handle it. And then now there's poltergeists flying oh, around no. town. <laughs> no, I draw a line. I draw a line. I don't want demons from other dimensions coming in. It's so funny though. If you picture it, they're like, Well, they handled that well. Let's go to phase two. Yeah. Man eating kittens. Uh phase two, Jurassic Park. without chris pratt (laughs) oh boo i so back when i used to do drugs i know this is going to sound really weird and dark maybe somebody who has a similar past could understand but also probably not i used to intentionally seek out really traumatizing shit for some reason online i can't explain it but i would go to live leak I would go like just down these rabbit holes of watching really scary, scary things about the real world. And I don't know if like subconsciously I was looking for reasons to want to die so that I could justify ending my life. Because at this time I was like wanting, I was there. I was like done. Um, But like, so ever since like 2010 and beyond before that, I've, seen everything there is to see about aliens and reptilians and crazy sea creatures washing up on shore. Like I used to study it like some kind of twisted college course. So none of this, and I mean, none of it phases me at all. Nothing could phase me. There is nothing that I wouldn't put past the people in charge or like how naive to think that we know all there is to know about what's going on behind the scenes. There's no effing way. And so I just walk around with a very open mind and the understanding that I probably know one one hundredth of the truth about the world around us. And I just try to keep in mind that um, there's a lot happening that I don't and probably will never know. So I'm just going to keep on keeping on the best I can. Somebody's saying, look at the video of Beyonce on stage. That's what I'm saying. I've seen it. There's lots of videos of celebrities allegedly like morphing into, if you do it frame by frame, into these like demonic entities, which is a whole nother subject. But these celebrities make money, right? Like if you think about the Beyonce, Taylor Swift, this tour. Suddenly, people are paying quadrillions to watch this girl in concert. But like, if you think about it, realistically, a couple of years ago, she was on tour and it was not nearly this big of a deal. Why suddenly has it become such a phenomenon? Hmm, You know what I mean? You know how everybody's suddenly freaking out about the Eras tour and how it's all there is to life. And there's 20,000 people who didn't even get tickets, but they're in the parking lot just to listen. And I understand that it's a beautiful show and there's lights and it's like a production. I 100% respect and understand that. But regardless of the production value, what is it that's making everybody go so crazy over this tour specifically? Yeah, that is a good question because I've seen her twice in concert. And um, I did try to get tickets, but I couldn't even get into the, uh, like waiting room to buy them. Um, and we are like registered Taylor Swift fans, like on the website. No, like literally we're Swifties. So you, as a Swiftie, you can go in with a code. There's a presale code, but I couldn't even get in with the presale code. I was so far behind in the line. Um, 
And for me, number one, I wasn't going to pay that much for a family of five to get tickets. Mm -hmm. The two times we went, it was just Dave and I, but we did get floor seats. But even when we had floor seats to her show, we only spent a couple hundred bucks each on a ticket for four years ago. It's already happening in the comments. People are like, don't, don't you dare come for Taylor. Yeah. I'm not saying that Taylor is an alien. What I'm saying is, and nobody's said this, this is my own thought about Taylor Swift, my own curious mind wondering what the, how the media can take something and make it as big as they want to well, and make people obsess about it. Yeah, well, and that's want what to. I think is so important to your, why your point is val has validity because that's the, it's the whole thing like Matt Reif. Exactly. Wait, how Prime did that example. happen? How did that happen? They chose to do like the media chose to do that and turn that into what it is because right. he was selling twenty five and thirty five dollar comedy show tickets, and now they're you know six hundred bucks to go see his show. People are paying some ridiculous thing, and you know, no offense to Matt Rife, like I'm not like right. he's a comic, but like you know, first of all, I, I don't think anybody should look like that, and get to be a comic like it's not like we're broken people yeah <laughs> save it for us bridge trolls let us yeah the overpass people you know like forget it like uh no like I, I don't think that that's even remotely fair um that you get to look like that and then be like I'm funny too like screw off but um <laughs> but that was a big that was a big um media blow up that turned into this massive frenzy and um, I think there's definitely, what did Dave, is Dave in here? I love Taylor. Yeah. I would sell a child to see her. My husband is in here talking about Taylor Swift. Of course That's he is. That's so funny. I saw that comment and I laughed. I didn't even realize Dave was the one who said it. That <laughs> makes it so much funnier. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I just think that it's, you're right. There is 100%. Um, when the media decides that that's what they're going to put. And who's telling the media to decide that is then the real question. Who's telling the media to go after this story or that story or make this the big thing so that it runs through, you know, to, is there somebody at some, some headquarters somewhere saying, okay, we've had these train, these trains derailed. So we're going to have to send up a Chinese spy balloon story to distract from all of the chemicals that were just spilled into the ground in Ohio so let's go on, you know, talk about this now or that. Yeah. Or like right now it's Ariana Grande and the SpongeBob guy, which I understand infidelity in a marriage and there's a baby involved and it's really messed up what happened. But I can't scroll for three seconds without seeing another news outlet reporting about the story. And in my head, there's so much messed up stuff going on that isn't. In the news, like, listen, don't get me started on. I don't want to make it a controversial thing. I was about to, but I don't want to. But there's a lot more stuff that every news outlet could be reporting that we could all be doing a lot more good with the information. Yeah. As well, opposed to Ariana Grande's that's love the whole life thing. History. I say it all the time. I'm like, why is what Beyonce is wearing a news story? Why is what Kim Kardashian, you know, her new line of skims? This isn't a news story. Like, this is the crap that they flood us with that, you know, we don't like, I don't want to hear about Kylie Jenner's new makeup line. Like, that is not news to me. Like, these are not re- This isn't real news. What right. that is, is it's what what the media wants to feed us is this brain death material to ingest and like that. Yeah. Cause like, you know, the whole, that whole Ariana Grande thing, like who cares? Like obviously the wife, uh, sure. The wife cares. Well, Absolutely. Right. I'm saying but they know outside. that, right. They know that it's going to get a lot of conversation going. They know that it's going to get a lot of attention because a lot of people have a lot of opinions about infidelity and cheating. And the guy isn't necessarily, a quote unquote Matt Rife. So people are like, what are you doing, Ariana? Why are you, you know, breaking up a family over this? And it's, it gets people talking, but there's so much I'd rather be talking about, like missing people, uh, the dangers, 
you know what I mean? I don't I don't want to turn this into a dark thing when it's supposed to be fun and light about aliens. But there's a lot more shit we could be talking about. I, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think the media has become completely clickbait. All clickbait to see what they can get us talking about. And it's just weird. Like it's, I don't know. It, it's definitely, um, I wouldn't consider a lot of the stuff that is pushed in front of us, you know, or put on our plates is not newsworthy in any stretch. Yeah, and next, just next time you're online and you start to see an influx of one specific story, like the Carly girl or whatever, we talked about that last week, didn't we? Oh, the the fake, the fake disappearance. Yeah, Yeah. I think we talked about it a little bit. And this is, this just goes hand in hand with that. Like, why? Why is that suddenly the biggest news story in the world? When there's towns where 10 little girls have gone missing in two days and there's towns where these women keep mysteriously disappearing in these big depart. I don't want to name names, department store parking lots in the span of a month. There's a huge department store. The women were last seen in the parking lot and then they're gone. And to me, it's like, oh, my God, we could write a whole story about how there's obviously some kind of ring set up there where they try to lure these people and then they take them away. All their cars are found in this parking lot, but the women are gone forever. Like, how could you not be talking about that? I don't understand. But this one girl goes missing. I don't know. And and my point is, next time you're online and you see an influx of one story and one story only... Just be aware of it. Like, why? Yeah. Why is it this? And why? why not something else? It's because we all feed into it. When it's shoved in your face, you have no choice but to talk about it. Do I, I sound like a crazy person, don't I? I, re, I feel it. No, I, I don't. I, I really do. It's because my coffee's kicking in. I'm getting a little too open and honest. No, I think, that, I think that you're right. I think that it's, the, the media has a lot of power to pick what story they're going to push and what they're going to put in front of us. And what they're not going to talk about, right? And what gets hidden. Um, there have been several comments uh, about uh, my husband wondering who Matt Reif is and why I know about him and uh, that our paths better not cross on a comedy tour. First of all, <laughs> I don't personally think Matt Reif like, is not my cup of tea. He is... Um, What's the correct way to say this? Like, I don't find him super attractive, but I know on the, in the scale of what society calls beautiful, like that's what he is. I don't Mm -hmm. find him attractive. Um, I also am not like, I don't like, I wouldn't say that my, his style of comedy is my thing either really. Um, but I just know that the kid and good for him blew up. And went insanely crazy and now is like the hottest comic on the scene, Um, you know, but he's not, you know, he's not my cup of tea. But I know that a lot of women are flocking to his shows, just like fawning all over him. Yeah. Look, somebody just said he is delicious. I hate being on that wagon, but he is pretty cool. I like his vlog. So there you go. I mean, there, there are plenty of people who... Um, find him delectable. Yeah, and I think that TikTok and the way that you can mash up these edits, these like sexy edits, has a lot to do with it. Uh, so you you take all these pictures and clips of like a super hot person, which nobody's done for me yet, and I'm so pissed about it. <laughs> Every day I get on TikTok, I'm like, somebody's gonna make a sexy edit of me and today's the day and it never happens, but you just put like this sexy music on and it's like them, like in different positions, like, uh, (laughs) you know, with their shirts off and stuff. And so then girls are like, Oh my God, he's so hot. Let me make one. And then it just like spirals and takes off. I think he's really cute. Um, like as far as aesthetically sure. Um, but I like more burly lumberjack type fellas. Yeah. Or dainty girly girls. Okay. If I if we were naming our types. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So it's um 
you know, I just, I think you're right. I think there is validity to your point of what, where do these stories just become like, what's the criteria? Why are they pulling them out? And why is this the biggest news sensation this week or whatever? And yeah, you know, I don't know. I find it very odd. You know, I'm just going to say this and it's probably going to get me canceled. Okay. And that's fine, but I've been holding back from saying it and I'm at a time in my life where I'm trying really not to care about how I'm perceived. But I really wish that the things would ha- that would have taken on the life of a Matt Rife or a Carly Russell or, you know, whatever would have been like Ghislaine Maxwell, mm. Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> those kinds of things. Like it blows my mind that some of these trials are televised and then still to this day, there's millions of celebrities involved in some kind of weird traffic situation and we have no clue who they are because every time we're about to know who they are, something crazy pops off. And listen, I know that people are going to be like, oh my gosh, she's a QAnon crazy person. Da, 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 da. That's not true. But I'm a person with eyeballs and a brain. And I know that to this day, there's these flight logs of these people who traveled to that island. Right. And none of them have been held accountable yet. And I'm just wondering why we don't know anything about it. It's just it's something that I can't ignore as a person with eyeballs. I just I'm curious. But but we know that a girl faked an abduction and we know that aliens are here and we know that Matt Rife is hot and we know that Ariana Grande broke up a marriage. So that's good. Yeah. So I I think you're right there too. There because once the story is targeted on somebody of that type of fame or that type of money, it gets it gets it, you know brushed under the rug because those people are paying for that to be brushed under the rug. I mean, and then you know winding up dead in their jail cell. That's what makes it hard for me, though, to take this shit that I do see seriously, because it's like, if you have the ability to put this much information out about this one subject, why can't you put more information out about this other subject? Mm -hmm. And it just makes me feel defeated, kind of. And it makes me not want to subscribe to whatever it is they do try to show us. Somebody Mm -hmm. said, I'm 60. I'm totally lost. (laughs) Honestly, it's better that way. (laughs) Ignorance truly is bliss in some of these cases. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, I know I'm not ignorant to it. And so I know it. And now I just want to know why I can't know more. Yeah. Well, I think that that's this took a turn. I apologize, everyone. I just had to get it off my chest because I've been trying hard not to say it the whole time. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with what you said. I do think that as a as an intelligent person, you have to question the information that you're being given for its validity. You need to know, is this, is you know, is this actually a fact? Is this is what's going on? Because there's so many things. I don't even know how many of those documentaries I watched on the Epstein case. Um, But there's just no way that um, I just don't, I don't think the guy offed himself. I think he was murdered a hundred percent. Um, I think that people of very high power, very, uh, you know, wealthy people, um, were not going to let him spill the beans because I think at some point it was going to be, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. And they were like, we're not going to let that happen. Um, yeah. so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he was, I don't think he offed himself at all. I love this person. This person said, this is why I just hang out in my garden. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm I want to come over to your garden. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I just to be in a garden. And then, you know, and these conversations always take a dark, darker turn at some point and it becomes like a divisive issue, like a political type situation and I I don't want to even go there because that's not what I'm talking about. Um I have you know, my opinions aren't based on any kind of political belief or anything like that. It's just an observation. I remember very specifically being told, this is the week we're going to find out which celebrities have been destroying the lives of young people for years and years and years. And then it never came out. And I'm just sitting here like waiting. 
Like, who is it? So I know not to buy tickets to their movies anymore. And like, I know not to support them. And then it just never came. Mm. And I'm just, I'm waiting like a little kid. But even talking about stuff like this is dangerous. So I try not to talk about it too much. Yeah. Let's change the subject. It's getting awkward. Well, I think. Oh, hey. God, they're here. Is it a black van? <laughs> Meredith, lock your door. <laughs> no. No, no, it's just the neighbor who... No, 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 I'm not talking about anybody specifically as far as political. I just know where it happens. It's not you, I promise. I just, I know where it goes. Yeah, no, I I don't want to touch politics with a 10-foot pole. No, 20. 150,000-foot pole. I would like to touch a pole. Oh, all right. Um, On that note, um, we've actually hit over an hour, I think. Sorry, everyone. No, I love you. Great episode. I'm going to lose sleep over this, I feel like. Why? I don't know. Sometimes when I get too open about my weird brain, I just think about it for days and but days But I don't think days. anything that you said was weird. I think it's all about finding information and not just believing what you're told. Yes. For face value. Hey, that, dog. That's it. Just that's that's it that's a great way to wrap it i like that just keep your mind open and just don't take everything with a grain of salt you don't have to be completely on the opposite end of the spectrum where you're quote unquote wearing a tinfoil hat and you know whatever they say about people who question things but just keep an open mind if you want you don't have to but i will yeah Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea idea what what we're we're doing. doing. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Love you. This had nothing to do with parenting. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.